Hey everybody, welcome back to Attack of the 50 Foot Podcast, the show where we go over some of our favorite bad movies. I am one of your hosts, Cameron. I'm joined by... Allie. And Robert. And today we are going to be talking about this wonderful film from the 90s, right? From the 90s? Yeah, yeah 94. Called uh, Tammy and the T-Rex, or Tanny and the Teenage Rex, right? Yeah. Yeah. The version that I watched was different than the version you watched. I watched the unrated edition. The gory one. Yes. Oh. Yep. It gets more gory? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. A lot more severed heads. It's not better. More? More severed heads. There's quite a few. There's a lot. It's funny because the the original uncut version, I guess, was only released in Italian. So Maybe that's why... Like my version was di- like had different titles. It was all definitely in English. I'm reasonably certain it was in English. <laughs> okay. I was mostly just staring at the images, going, "What?" Starting with this awful opening song that is like apparently set to some kind of sexy jazzercise class in high school. In high school. Yeah. Oh, also, I think it was cheerleading. Be, me? No one else thinks that. <laughs> okay, but like... That makes the most sense. It does, though, yeah. All right, I Have mean, you seen modern cheerleaders? Because I would still they also say jazzercise, though. Because this is the 90s we're talking about. Cheerleading back then was like pom-poms. Okay, and... not when you're practicing, though. Because cheerleading, it was. I think it was cheerleading because they were waving their arms like this. But and they, they were ever, doing hair flips. But they don't ever mention her being a cheerleader. And she's not really a cheerleading type. They don't mention her doing anything. Yeah, well, they, they mentioned her jazzercising. I'm going to go with jazzercising. They don't mention her jazzercising. That's what the opening is. It's a mention of her jazzercising. Okay. Well, what lends to the uh, cheerleading idea is that one of these girls is apparently in a knee brace. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I was like, oh, so did yep. this person like hurt themselves and this is like practice? I think, again, jazzercise. Jazz goes off like in crazy routes, threw her off. She tried to turn with the dance and just twisted her ankle yeah and is still dancing now yeah. that's commitment you gotta keep going i mean for all we know for this movie she might have just like injured her leg like five minutes ago and just pulled that brace out of the locker room yeah that's <laughs> now the important thing for me in this scene it wasn't just the leg brace it was denise richards who plays tammy or tanny depending it's on tanny which version you want to go with with an n yeah so in the script Two it's ends. tanny most likely uh but uh, she looks very confused throughout the entire dance routine. Either confused or focused. She's, I think that's the thing is like, she looks so focused in some of the shots that like, she has not practiced this and she's just like watching ahead of her to see exactly what she's supposed to be doing. Yes. Yeah. All the other dancers has pra- had practiced and she's watching her acting coach off yeah. screen and like doing the same motions, just a little stiffer than everybody else. This reminds me of when you go see like a kid's theater production and they're all watching the directors in the back. Yes. And they're like, yeah. what do we do next? Yeah. <laughs> he just flubbed his line. What do I do? <laughs> so we start with this very strange scene of whatever the, whatever the hell she's doing. Yeah. Um, and then enter our hero, question mark. Paul Walker. Yeah. Still, this is pre-accident, pre-car accident. Yes. So. Well, yes it is. <laughs> because 
funny enough, he has not been cast in anything since the car accident. Yeah, it must have been a real bad car accident. Yeah, it must have been pretty terrible. I, I, I only heard about the accident and nothing afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. So, uh, Paul Continue Walker shows it. up wearing uh, a midriff shirt that it looks like he borrowed from D- Denise Richards. Yeah, it's a crop top, like, sweater. Yes. I... Love that style of the 90s. I own one and I was like, why is he wearing this? Yeah. <laughs> when you see Apollo Creed and Rocky wearing the same thing, you know it works. You know it's a real style. And the best part is he gets into a fight in this outfit shortly after walking out of the gym with uh, with Tanny. Well. Um, okay, but like, can I just point out real quick? I did not realize that they were not dating. No. Um, I he walks in and just like acts like he's her boyfriend. He gives, and he I was like, oh, they're, yeah, like he, they're together. He gives her a flower and gets a kiss for it. Yes. The yeah. second kiss. But then right. her boyfriend fights him. After she's like, well, I don't think I can because I, you know what he'll do. So like <laughs> she's, she's basically saying I can't cheat on you here in the middle of this open lawn in front of the school that my boyfriend also goes to because he'll be mad. I also don't think that... Okay, he does not go to that school. I will get to that in a second. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because there is a bizarre line. But uh, I think what happened is they dated, broke up, and now she's afraid to date anybody else despite the fact that they're clearly into each other. No, because she says later in the film that they're officially broken up. Oh, she later claims, like, all right, now we're done. Later, there's a hospital room scene, and she says that. So, they were still dating. Oh, She's the asshole. Yes. Yeah, okay, no. He's also an asshole. She's also an asshole. Yes. (laughs) Everyone's an asshole. And I would like to point out that he is an asshole that has a restraining order on him from the school. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He is not allowed to be on... Uh, school property and we learn later like just in a line that's never brought up again that he's been to jail oh yeah yeah and what was this it's how did they vague. meet <laughs> exactly how do you and get a restraining order from an entire school but like they have no chemistry like that's why i was like oh it's totally like paul walker dating her no nope it's like, I wrote down knockoff Keith Urban. He looks like Keith Urban. Yes. <laughs> I just What's wrote down the worst bully. Billy, yes. Uh, yeah, he just like rolls up in a car as they're walking out and suddenly decides to fight him. Literally at the moment she mentions he'll be mad. That's when he shows up. It's like, it's, it's just like that circumstance, convenience, like immediately. Yes. Yep. Here he comes with his loud gang of cars. And then it's crop top versus crop sleeves. In the biggest, longest dick grabbing match I've ever seen. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the good guy was wearing white and the bad guy was wearing Wearing black. black. Wow. That's how you notice. Art direction. The good guy was also wearing denim and a lot of denim. There's (laughs) several layers of denim (laughs) because 90s. Oh my God. Paul Walker, Texas Ranger. You're the worst. <laughs> that joke was appalling. Oh, oh, let's keep going. Oh, no. I've got so many. Oh, this is great. My abs hurt from just like clenching. <laughs> okay, so um, they have a fight. If you uh, can call it that. Yeah, in which it, it's like a very poorly choreographed, like. <sighs> 
The bully jumps into kicks at points. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. And he decides what I'm going to do now is grab Paul Walker by the balls. Paul Walker then decides, I will also do that. (laughs) And it's a mutually assured destruction scenario. Yeah. And the police show up. Like they do to break up a high school fight. Very quickly, like they do to break up high school fights. Exactly. Uh, Like as if they were following the bully around, which honestly might be a good idea. I mean, he's been been in jail or whatever. And I just want to say, like, my dick-grabbing joke earlier, I'm not joking. They are literally just holding each other's groin. Yep. For For a long time. For a while. I would, like, screen time... Two to three minutes. I would say yeah, the sure. same. Yeah. Because it's not even done when the cops show up. The cops are like, stop. Stop. And then stop. They go. There's a protracted like, all right, I'm going to count to three. And they do. And they're still doing it. And it's like, yeah. st- just stop. Just, we get it. And then get there is the ho- most hilarious joke. Yeah. Where they they both let go finally. And Paul Walker stands up all smiling and giddy. And one of the cops goes like, what's the matter with you, boy? Don't you got any balls? And he's like... I'm wearing a cup. And everyone bursts out laughing. Now, I have not cradled another man's junk in my hands, but I feel like I would be able to tell the difference between that and a cup. Right. I was wondering what our titular bad guy here thought he was holding. Yes. I'm still curious exactly what he thought that was. I mean, he has a pair of his own... I'm sure you can tell what they feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you would think so. But, I mean, is this, I mean, he's just not holding on to anything? I mean, he does say that he, he does tell Paul Walker that he's got no dick. He does say that. That's one of the lines while they're fighting. Ah. And he, because he, like, goes to grab him there. And that is one of the and things so he, he says. And so he grabs a cup? Believes it. Maybe he truly believes But he's just, then he's just holding on to his jeans for no reason. Then? And it just, and why is he wearing a cup? What? Football practice. I, that was my rationale for his crop top. So he practiced in jeans and denim? Yes. yes. Just yes. the 90s, and a damn it. No, he did not. No, that means he he consciously took off his tights and his jersey. He left the cup on, put on jeans, shoes, socks, a shirt, a jacket, and then just went about his day. With a cup on. Maybe he was expecting to get grabbed by the balls. By a ball. is- oh, no, there is a line earlier. Sorry, just remembering where the coach is like, he's punished, like, the coach is punishing us for losing last time. So he's definitely coming from practice to pick up his not-girlfriend from her not-dance class. Again, though, trying to bang his not-girlfriend here, he decides to wear a cup to meet up with her. Yeah. He Just doesn't in case take things get He hot doesn't like ready. stop on the way like maybe I should take this thing off. Nope. I've... He wants to practice safe sex. And what's safer than wearing a cup? <laughs> All she needs is a chastity belt at that point and it's the safest it's going to get. That's... Can I just say this is like the first 5 minutes. <laughs> we we haven't gotten away from like we haven't met the German doctor. All right. No. What's after this? Oh, what comes after God. this? Yes. Okay. So we get in a fight. And then, like, Billy just goes away, despite the fact that he's technically breaking his restraining order. The cops just let him walk away. And then we As cops legitimately probably do. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go to, like, her bedroom, right? And then she... No, no, this is is where we get introduced to the T-Rex for the first time. We do get the T-Rex in between these two things. Okay. Who wants to talk about the T-Rex? It's (laughs) so... 
Bananas. Okay, at this point, in order to explain... That is a good word for this podcast. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah. It's... Okay, I, I feel like I need to macro talk about the bad guy's plan in order to explain what the T-Rex is. He is trying to create new life, like Frankenstein style, yes. but using robot parts. And for no adequately explained reason, the robot is fashioned as a T-Rex. Yes. And is shown to be very strong. It can one-handed throw a barbell. Can I just point out, too, that the hands are the best? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no logical explanation for how those exactly work. Their, his, its arms just, like, will suddenly be able to reach things. And it's a T-Rex. Yeah. I mean, it's got little shrimpy arms when it, like, zooms out and you can see the whole T-Rex. But clearly it's somebody in a glove, like... Yes, just in things. front of it, just sort of like front reaching of, up we're in the like, frame. We'll be like a wide shot with the dinosaur in the background, and one of his arms is like reaching up. There's a few shots where you see the dinosaur's arms in the background, but yet there's a third just like yep. reaching <laughs> over. I didn't it's notice so that. Bad. Yeah, it's really bad. You can even see like the thumb and the forefingers in the glove. But <laughs> but our but our villain here, right? He's like you said, he's German, which is cliched yes. to hell. Like I was saying. Before we started this, I was making fun of him when the movie started because I was making fun of the fact that usually they're German, not thinking he was going to legitimately be German. Yes. But yeah. it turns out, of course, he is because the best bad guys in Hollywood are always German. Best evil scientist bad guys. Yeah. Who are smoke. German. Yeah. Yes. With a cigarette in their mouth. With at all a times. creepy woman assistant. That is also named Helga. Helga. It's either of Helga course. or Olga every time. Yep. yep. Every time. And, and her outfits. We'll get to it, but Good I could God. talk about her outfits for the entirety of the podcast. So bad. It was like she had like garter belts across the top of her yeah. cleavage. It was yeah. unreal. It was kind of like, what is that What is that Disney Channel movie? Uh, Xenon? The 21st oh, yeah. century. Yeah, that... that but if you like over sexualized her clothing, that's what you get. It's like this weird sci-fi, terrible boob cutout. You know, clothing. Honestly, I noticed this is a trend throughout the whole movie. Somebody was into like garters and harnesses because like half of the sexy or evil people have garters over their clothing. Yes. Because, like, remember the, the girl that's, like, part of the bad guy group or whatever? She's wearing garters <laughs> over her skirt. Not under. Yes, she is. It's over her skirt. It's she, ridiculous. She was my favorite character. That was kind of a dope outfit. I'm not going to lie. It's very 90s, I feel like. No, I, I <laughs> it, like, feel defeats like the total fucking purpose of a garter. It's a it's style. A, a style that never existed but is 90s. Like, squared. Right. Like, <laughs> I would believe it existed if someone told me it did. Yes. Mini like skirts and garters. Yep. Yes. And pantyhose. Ugh. And Lots of apparently. pantyhose in this. A lot in terms yeah. of wardrobe. Ugh. Oh, yes. We'll get to that Including people taking them off. And all the guys just wear jeans. Everybody's Everything jeans. is denim. Everything it's is denim. It's the 90s again. Anyway. It's, yeah. Denim. So the T-Rex is very strong. So the yes. T-Rex is very it's strong. It's very ridiculous. And it's controlled at first by an AI, right? Yeah. Or like a computer that the most annoying man in the world controls. Well, see, this yes. is the thing, though, is I thought originally they, the, the scientist is like, 
show me the work, right? And he, I'm, I'm like, okay, he's going to show. And, like, the, the dude up there is doing, like, all, I don't even know. I mean, he's just, like, pressing random buttons and flipping <laughs> yeah. switches. And, like, the dinosaur's doing all these things. And I'm like, okay, so he's this little dude upstairs who looks like, like Stuart Little. The kid from Stuart Little. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh my Stuart god, that's what I was trying to figure in out a lab the whole time. But he looks like him, but he's like flipping all these levers and pressing all these buttons, and I'm thinking he's controlling the dinosaur. But then he has a line consistently where he's like, You'll never be as smart as my AI. And I'm like, You're not but your AI isn't controlling the dinosaur, is it? Oh, yeah, or are but you the... activating the AI? But he acted like the barbell throwing scene was like, oh, well, it's got a mind of its own. Yeah, and that's what so I couldn't... it is a computer? Right. But it's, it's a computer that's like starting to become independent? They also Maybe. brought up that they had done this brain thing before with the computer, right? They have computer men. He says yes. that at some point. Yes. Where he, like, which is why... We'll get, the end, yeah. we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But like... That was something that he's done before, is he's attached a brain to a computer and was able to make that sentient. And now he wants to do it to a T-Rex for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So he finds a T-Rex and he finds out that it's super strong and it's got all this stuff. And so he's like, cool, let's do it. Now we need to find a brain. All right. Yeah. I don't know where this thing came from. He says he's been working on it for a while. He okay. does say that. So he's really? been building this. Yes. I did not catch that. <laughs> no. But he's why been building... a T-Rex? Like the least functional form. I know. I was marveling at the arms. You it was really hard to say pay attention. it's the least functional, but those arms are magical. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they, they can, can dial phones. They can stretch and anywhere. <laughs> and we're not saying they can legitimately extend, but like... Picture just a T-Rex on your screen, like 12 feet away from you, and then just an arm appears from the bottom of the frame. That's how this looks yeah, constantly. Yes. And it's hilariously like just two fingers shoved into like each side of a glove and is like, it's like a mime doing things like, yes. oh, it, oh, over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to really translate well for yeah. the audio medium. We're waving our arms around like a bunch of idiots right now, and you can't we see We all it. know that audio podcasts are the best visual representation <laughs> of anything. So, and then this is where we get to the bedroom part. Oh, right? my God. But yeah. it starts in his bedroom. Well, yes. So he's... Dreaming. Chilling. He's yeah, just He's like fingering there. a necklace. Yes. That's the worst and best <laughs> way to put the, it. Yeah. That's the bracelet that he gives her later, right? Yes. Yeah. Because he's like, it's my girl. Right? Yeah. And she calls him and is like, I'm lonely. She's crying. Yeah. yeah. She's Very so poorly. sad about the fight having happened. And she's like, I'm so sorry about what happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry I ran away. You should come over right now. And then he goes, right now? And she goes, right now. And then I feel like that goes on for another 10 minutes. And then yes. he gets progressively more <laughs> loud and excited. He's like, yes. okay. Yes. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. God. Yes. Oh, you want me over there? Yeah, exactly. And she's like, oh, but you got to be careful. You got to do this. And he's like, shut up. I'm coming over yeah. there. <laughs> she's like, don't park in front of the house. Don't let my parents see you. Just come in through the window. So what does he do when he gets there? He pulls up in his truck with the music blasting yep. right which in front is, of her house. Which is pretty much throughout the entire film, always a Stevie Nicks knockoff. Okay. I don't know who okay. actually Can did we talk music. about that for a second? I didn't mention this earlier at the beginning. The song at the beginning that they're dancing to that we were laughing about sounds like not Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, it's and everything then, removed by one. Yeah. 
and like written by an imbecile because it's like very repetitive. It's the sound mm-hmm. you get it, yeah. but there's like it's no bon bridge or verse. It's just chorus yeah. all the time. Yeah, and that's yeah. all this. That's how all these Stevie Nicks songs are too. Most of it is absurd. not Stevie Nicks. There's a lot of this is a knockoff of this in this film. Yeah, like we also have knockoff Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he's oh, one of the yeah. henchmen. I wrote him as my notes as Dolph not, Lundgren, but yeah, yes. He's not as important until later, but he is in the other scenes. He literally scenes. Like, has one line in this whole movie. No, he has a few, actually. He actually has oh, more lines yeah, than I was expecting. Him and Stuart Little have a... And yeah. he doesn't sound like a Sylvester Stallone or a Dolph mm-hmm. Lundgren. He sounds intelligent, yes. which I hate to put it yes. like that. But that he actually sounds more intelligent than the scientists. Yeah, you look at weird. him and you're like... Oh, his voice is going to be like, I'm a big dumb guy. But he just sounds like a normal guy. Whereas, again, Stuart Little sounds like this. (laughs) Which he laughs like that. That was the exact laugh. Oh, my God. All the time. He's like, this is going to be my thing. I'm going to get so much work off of this. Yeah. I am not going to gnaw on the scenery. I will swallow it whole. Okay, but let's talk about this terrible teenage scene. Oh, it's so cringy. So going back to her bedroom, yes. or yes. going back to him trying to get into yes, her bedroom. Yes, he, he drives in front of their house with a truck and the music on, and he stops in front of the house in full view of the windows, and he's like, oh yeah, and then he like backs up a couple inches and just like parks, parks kind of. Poorly on the curb. Yeah. Yep. And, though, and so like he gets out of the car, slams the door, and <laughs> he stands in the driveway in front of the house, and it even shows that he can see into the living room and see his parents, or her parents, and he just goes, Danny! Danny! Really loud! Like whispers. I was about to say, I wish it was that quiet. He's like, he's just like, Tammy! (laughs) Tammy! (laughs) And she hears him? Which means her her parents should be able to hear him. Yes! And she's like, climb up the trellis, because of course there's a trellis. Yeah, I also approve that she used the word trellis. Yeah. So he comes in, they don't really say anything. They just start making out. No, what happens first is he falls all over the place, and then she Making also a bunch of noise. falls all over yeah. the place. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, are they both drunk? Did right. I miss a bit? Yeah. They're just like laughing. And yeah. And that's when she no says, sense. take off your coat. And then I'm watching the scene. I blinked for half a second, and I'm like, he didn't take off his coat. And Allie's like, no, he did take off his coat. He's wearing two. Yeah, he was wearing a leather coat and a jean coat. Yes, and a denim coat. Because, of course, the 90s, he's got to be wearing So he took off one coat, but not the other. And then they start making out. But then they get interrupted by a phone call from their parents downstairs? Yeah. Was that a thing that you could do with landlines? It was on landlines. You could do that. And I've seen this before in films. Or, like, I've seen it... I think they used to do this on Full House sometimes too. You're older than me, so I don't know why you're saying that. I was that. just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm the oldest person. Yeah, I was about room. to say there's a specific person <laughs> who is the oldest here. <laughs> um, but yeah, you could do that. It's still, I don't know why you don't just go upstairs because that would seem. Dude, like but that's it would like a thing through the sense. whole movie. Is these parents are just like unwilling to parent her. Like they hear yes. her doing shit upstairs, and they're like, "Oh, she doesn't want to be disturbed." No teenager wants to be disturbed. Yes. Yeah. But go yeah. bang on the door and be like, what the fuck well, are you doing? Yeah, they also want to eat like nothing but jelly for like every meal or something. <laughs> and smoothies. Yes. Whatever's the cheapest for yes. the film. That's just... <laughs> Yeah. 
So, yeah, they start making out, and then... And she's got, like, five moon rings on. And then, of course... Because, <laughs> of course. And then, of course, what interruption do we have at the perfectly convenient moment? So, when he's climbing up the side of the house, we have Girdle Girl drive Girdle? by... Carter? <laughs> I just think Girdle. Okay. Girdle no, Girl. girl we have that? her who's manic and like if you ever like you know who Harley Quinn is just imagine that in the 90s I know. with she no makeup like on the same it's just Harley Quinn uh, but she laughs maniacally calls up Billy who then rushes to the home gets with, there like, in like minutes and he yes. has like 20 people with him yeah he's got yeah. like an entourage yeah and they just like bust into this house and the dad's like oh hello Oh, he's like, I'm going to take care of this. Don't you worry. And then they all burst through the door and the dad, I wish we could visually show this, but the dad like puts his finger up in the air to be like, hey, now wait a minute. And then does that at a person as he runs past. Into and his then, home. Yes. And then turns and does it to the next guy. He's not moving. He's not stopping them. He's just like starting an exclamation yes. with each. He's like, hey, what? Yeah, Stop. as a as a horde of boys is running up to his daughter's room, but he does nothing. We skipped why it's going to be awkward when they're running up there because they start making out on the bed, right? Yes, and he starts kissing her neck, okay. and then she moans, and it cuts to the dad oh holding a cup of tea, and he says, "Ooh, that's hot." <laughs> <laughs> Man, I skipped. That. I. Lost oh. my damn mind he when the movie he did that. To laugh at that, I was like, "What the hell?" Who Immediate cut. Wrote this film. Yeah, who edited this? Who He's like? Oh, I'm gonna get like, my little two cents. Who in. was like, "We're gonna have the daughter, teenage daughter, moan, and then the dad blow on a cup of tea and say, ooh, that's hot.' Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> Sounds bad. When Comedy, you put it like that, doesn't it?" Oh my god. But yeah, that that scene is important because that's what they're doing when then Billy busts into the house, runs up the stairs, and then Paul Walker becomes Paul Runner, and he just sprints out the window. I've got plenty of Paul Walker bad jokes. Uh, he sprints out the window, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and this boy is threatening this girl at this point. Right. And the dad is still not doing anything. Nope. He's just letting him up there. I is this where he says... You're mine. Don't you know you're mine? Something like that. Yes. Like, I was still laughing at the tea thing. To be fair, though, they are still in a relationship. She Supposedly, is just a piece yeah. of shit. She hasn't broken up with him yet, I guess. Right. That's... Just dump him. He's clearly a dick. Yeah. But, yeah, he sprints out the window. And then he's like, he's not here. And then they find his coat in her bed. And they're like, but he was. So they all leave. Right. Yeah, and they're all like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. They get in their cars, he's running on foot, and not for nothing, outrunning these cars. Oh yeah. And real quick, why is he running? He has a truck. It yes. is parked on the curb! <laughs> in front of the house! Get in your car. And no one mentions where this truck goes. I wanna say this. The truck disappears for the rest of the film. Yeah. It just it's never a non-issue. It's a non-issue for the rest of the film. But he sprints down the road being chased by the knockoff warriors. And it's just... The mom even says when she's calling the police, And no, it's a gang thing! (laughs) And they let them into their house! Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Um, But yeah, they chase him for a while. It's a long chase scene. He's still running out. Outrunning three cars. Too fast, too furious over here. And they've got a bat or whatever. (laughs) You're stupid. (laughs) 
And they finally hit him with a bat and take him down. Oh, yeah. They hit him from a bat in a... They're driving. Like, the passenger leans out yeah. the window with a bat. Like, you would, like, with a mailbox. Wasn't that a thing yeah. in the yeah. 90s? That's yeah. exactly what I thought of. Yes. And they just cap him. And yeah. they don't yeah. break anything. And he's fine. And he's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. Totally fine. Yep. So, like, they all get around and punch him. Again, just the worst stunt work in this movie. So Nobody knew what they were doing. It's so awkward. And all the while, like, they're beating on him and Bill the Bully, Billy the Bully, is, like, being like, I'm going to kill you, man. I'm going to kill you. And uh, Harley Quinn finds this hysterical garter girl. Or whatever we're calling Girl her. Girl. Yeah, she's like, he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you the next time I see you. And she's just like, ha 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 I know, yeah. Classic. Wait, no, because that line happens later. Because when they first take him down, they put him in the car. Oh, I forgot. And then they and drive. And they take him to the wild animal park. Which is, quote, that's a quote. Oh. It's that's on the sign. The Wild Animal Park, and as soon as it shows that sign, it then cuts to the shot of a panther in a tree. Oh, okay, thank God. Because I was going to ask, like, where did this lion come from? But you know what? Now it all adds up. Yeah. Okay, but it still doesn't really, because they get in by cutting a single chain on a little fence, like a chain link fence, and they just drive right in, and there's lions and cheetahs all in the same set yep. yeah exactly there's like a jaguar just sitting in a bush for some reason because that was the b-roll they bought <laughs> and That's they're driving it. in convertible cars also so i'm surprised none of the other ones died what is dangerous about wild cats all living together when they're all territorial nothing nothing no. nothing at all and so they take also a, apparently a short drive away from this suburban community yeah right yeah just no kidding it's just park. like right there and it's so it's somewhere where it's not noticeable that a convoy of teenagers screaming and howling is driving up to it. It's not like they secretly cut a chain link fence. No. And by the way, this guy who is playing uh, his oh, what is his name in the film? I forgot what his name is. The uh, the like assistant or like the, the henchman, the second hand weasel. Weasel. Oh. Yeah. He, I love him to death, but it's because I've seen a film uh, by Wes Craven called People Under the Stairs, where he plays Roach, which is an insane boy living in the walls of a house. And I love him to death. <laughs> uh, but he cuts the chain link fence, and he's not quiet about it either. It's just like snipping through it. Mm. And then they go in, and that's where that talk happens. They throw Walker out of the car. And then they leave him on the ground, right? In a scene that looks like it accidentally inspired Negan from The Walking Dead. That's. <laughs> and then they don't even dance around it. A lion just attacks him. What? Calmly. Yes, yes. very calmly. Yep. He like walks up and they keep cutting between the lion walking and yep. Walker not walking. Yes. <laughs> yes. Running away. And then all of a sudden he just like. He, like, climbs a tree to get away from the jaguar, lands back on the ground, and is like, wow, that jaguar is in the tree. I'm safe now. And then the lion is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like... I wouldn't even say the lion's walking. He's he's like, frolicking. He's kind of trotting a little bit. He looks so cute and adorable. (laughs) And then he just... Starts attacking, going for the jugular. Okay, yeah, but he oh, also... that was actually kind of a harrowing scene. Yeah, he goes... Was. The lion yeah. goes straight for his neck and his chest and, like, all of his vital fucking organs. There's and then they, blood everywhere. When he's in the hospital, his neck and his face is totally fine. Oh, he's unharmed. Right. He's totally fine. wakes up shortly thereafter. Yes. Right. 
and, and was supposedly in a coma. So here's where we cut to the hospital after the, he gets attacked by the lion. And there, there is this, there's a character in here. What is his name? What is the gay friend's name? Oh, Byron. Byron Black. Byron of course. Black, who is an African-American male. Uh, Byron gay Black, also. who's also gay. And there's a lot of bad jokes in this. A lot of homophobic also, jokes. His wardrobe. He's not wearing a dashiki. No. But it's real close. It's very gray borderline. We have a black character in this film and we're going to dress him like it in the 90s. He looks like a Sudanese diplomat. Yes. (laughs) That's a fair way to put it. And his dad is the sheriff. Sheriff Black. We'll we'll find out more about that later though. No, I'm just saying is his dad dresses totally normally. Yeah. Well, his dad dresses like a sheriff. I would have been really worried if his sheriff dad showed up wearing the same thing. At least the film didn't go that far. Yes. That's, it's it's a sh- it's still a sheriff outfit, but like the fabric is that like patterned <laughs> vertical lines. Just like African patterns. <laughs> yes. So, I think it'd be amazing. So our good friend Byron here. Byron is an interesting character. We didn't mention him in the fight scene. He's like ooing and aahing when the two dudes are grabbing each other's groins in the fight scene. This is the type of like personality oh, they give so this bad. character. But uh, he follows good old Denise Tamney Tanny into the hospital, and she's wearing I don't know what I don't I don't a very strange outfit a very strange outfit. None of her outfits are things that a human person would wear. No, what, you know it's what it reminds not. me of? Oh my god, um, Maha! Remember that character? Are you um, talking about Amanda Bynes? Amanda Bynes. <laughs> So going back to this hospital room. <laughs> Where were we? So she runs in oh, yeah, and she's hospital. like, oh no, my boyfriend. I love him so much. First of all, no. No, you don't. You don't love him, Juliet, from Romeo and Juliet here. She, you, and you've known this, him for like a day. From this, this point is, on, she will like nonstop like treat him like a baby or like I yes. guess and oh, like yes, a pet. Oh yes, you are. You're so oh my God, God. You so my much. honey, I love you so much. Oh my God. so hard later. God, and... <laughs> that is a line so in the fucking Oh, movie. I know. Well, maybe in your version. I just hate you for repeating it. Uh, okay, so she's like all worried about this, and the doctors are being actor doctors where they're not really telling us much, and they're just like, yeah, he's here on the hospital bed. That's basically the only uh, information he's, we he's get. He's in what we in the medical profession call a deep, deep sleep. Yes. Yes. And he's totally fine. <laughs> With no blood or yep, lesions nope. or cuts or anything on he him. He was mauled by a tiger. Was bleeding profusely in that scene. That scene is brutal. Yes. If you just showed me that scene, I'd be like, this is, looks like an interesting film. It's not. No. The scene is brutal, but then he comes out of it no blood, no scars, no cuts. His hair is perfectly fine. Like It looks like someone just did his hair. And he is just laying there. Yep. Yep. And. And. Oh, we're also introduced. So, you go. No, go ahead. Well, we're also introduced to Drunk Uncle Bob. Oh, yeah. Bob Brown. Who because everybody's last name is a goddamn color. Yeah. Okay. And then the doctor comes back with Helga. And I just want to bring up, we've mentioned her outfits earlier. And this is the best outfit in the uh, whole movie for her. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Yeah. It's like a purple waistcoat. And like, what was it? Like a brown mini skirt? Oh, no, I don't even think it was separate. I think it was like a cocktail dress, but it was specifically cut all the way down around her boobs. Like it was around her chest. And then it was cut.
cut in a like a U, perfectly up and over her crotch, and down back to her legs. With like a weird triangle slit in the back. Now I do want to bring up: we are not a fashion podcast. We are not. But the outfits in this film are kind of important because they're so <laughs> god awful. Oh, oh, this is where she also has that harness around, like perfectly around her boobs. Yes. Like, like to outline just... the like the most exterior, like it goes from like shoulder to sternum. Yeah. In in a in an arc. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's a harness. Ugh. But it's perfectly the dress that the dress, <laughs> if you could even call it that, that she's wearing, is perfectly cut around all of her nice lady parts that she's showing off. Okay, which brings me to a point that I rewound about three times. Because it is, it gives an implication and is also a bit homophobic. Again, that just happens a lot. Yes. So Byron is in the room and uh, says to Helga, our like very sexily dressed uh, assistant. Uh, assistant bad guy. <laughs> oh, where is it? Didn't I see you in a movie? And she turns around very suddenly and goes, wait, which movie? And the bad German guy turns to our... A, a Byron character and says, you wouldn't have seen it. She's done porn. Yeah. That was Duh. the bit. Like, wow. Yeah. Why, why put that in your movie? It's a good question. It yeah. made me so, I couldn't believe it was in the... <laughs> I'm Can having you a breakdown. So, yeah, you know, this, this whole entourage comes in. And he pretends to be a real doctor, so he can steal this kid's body. I still don't know how he found out about this kid. But before he's able to steal the kid's body, we do have someone else come in. We have good old Billy. Oh, I forgot. Billy re-enters our scene, and this is where she officially breaks up with him. She officially says, we're no longer together. And then that he has to get out, and that she loves Paul. So, is his name Michael? Yeah, the character's name is Michael. character's name. Paul Michael Walker. Gotcha. Uh, so he comes in. He's then kicked out. He's pissed. But it's in this tantrum that's going on that the doctor takes his chance. Right? And that's when Helga walks over, unplugs the machine, which suddenly starts beeping. And it makes him look like he's dead right. because he's flatlining. And so she's like freaking out and crying and Byron's freaking out and crying. And then he says something like, yep, he's dead. And then they both faint. Oh, it, yes, they do both faint. But this got my, like the most genuine laugh out of me. He like straddles Paul Walker, is giving him oh, CPR yeah, yeah. really like beating on his chest. Yeah. And it's like, live, live, live. Well, that's it. He's dead. Like, <laughs> and then they just dump his body. Yes. Like, roll just him over. Throw him on. Yes. Onto a, a stretcher, and then yep. just roll him out of the hospital. And then, but before that, Helga kisses him on the face for what is the first of like a dozen times. Oh yeah, she does it like really so many creepy times. way. Yeah. And uh, our drunk uncle wakes up to see this. Sees the two uh, kids passed out on the floor and goes, well, I guess it's a bad day for everybody. And then takes a sip from his flask and makes the most disgusting face I've ever seen an old man make. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, real quick, side note and going back a little bit, I just really forgot to mention this and I feel like it's very important. The way Paul Walker is not murdered completely by the lion 
is a game warden shows up with <laughs> on the door very large words that say game warden. And it looks like it's made with a giant label maker, like the world's largest label maker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, just so people know that he wasn't just like attacked by a lion and then left to be. No, this guy shows up with a tranquilizer and yes. fires. Yeah. Uh, but I figured I should bring that up. So we have him dumped onto this gurney, right? And then he is rolled out the building to, I guess, the, like, the non-surprise of the uncaring rest of the hospital. Yep. Nobody cares. Just body on a gurney, just being rolled straight out a door. They slam him head first through the doors. Yeah. Yes. Like, in a way that made me go, oh, no, is Paul Walker all? Is the actor yeah. okay? No kidding. Yeah, he might actually be in a coma at that point. Yes. She hits it so hard. And then they do what, obviously, the door, the way she hits it, is not going to open the way she wants. So then they just cut to her being outside with the body. It's yeah. just like an immediate cut. She's just like halfway out the door. So, yep. where do we go? Where do we go from the hospital? Well, we go back to our bad guy's evil lair. With his bad guy friends and his bad guy henchmen. And the T-Rex. And his bad guy T-Rex that is currently inoperable, even though it might have an AI in it, might not, might just have a controller attached. It's really hard to say. Yeah. Uh, Not really sure what's going on there. But they decide that the way they are going to get this T-Rex to function properly and become this monster or whatever that the scientist seems to want. I'm still not exactly sure what he wants. Yeah, it, he wants to, like, I think this is a proof of concept because he makes mention later that, oh, when I do this for us, he's talking to Helga, I'll make sure to make it even sexier or something horrible like that. So this is, I guess, like, oh, I've made the next leap That's in right. human evolution. I forgot he said that because my whole thing this time was I think he secretly wanted to bang a dinosaur. That's what he acted like. There this is some implication. Time. You're not making that up. No, I'm not. I'm not like just making a joke. It it's kind not of even really just him. It's like the two of them. Yeah, want it's to like have a three that's with a their whole goal. Not only the dinosaur. There's a... This surgery is horrible. It's gross. And it's packed to the brim with as many horrible jokes as possible. Yeah. The worst oh. of which is they do the whole poke this part of the brain and his foot moves and they poke this part of the brain oh my God. and he gets a humor humorously, big old quotes around humorously, large erection yeah. at which point he turns to the doctor, turns to Helga and says I'll remember that one for us for later. So they're also uh. in the necrophilia. Yeah, they really are. That this is the part I think where it just gets it starts getting so slapstick. It's just not even funny anymore. They're they're also smoking yes. during the entire surgery. Yes, they're just they're just going. You can't even really call this a surgery. They literally just saw his head in half. Well, and they're just laughing and pull out his brain. Like the whole they time. pull out his brain without disconnecting it from anything. Yeah, oh, like yeah. brains are just floating around in your skull. Yeah, with like no just stem. loose, just bobbing around. Yeah. Also, as he pulls the brain out i don't know if this was maybe just a my version thing a fucking cell phone goes off in a way yeah. that i know that it wasn't in the movie it was somebody else really? i heard that. the same thing and yeah. i was wondering what that was i wasn't sure if that was like an intentional they threw it in as like it's supposed to be like a computer sound or what but it sounded off yeah it sounded like they just messed up on the audio also also when that penis is dancing around underneath that <sighs> underneath that sheet uh, you, if you look at the bottom of the frame, you can see a hand holding a laughably large penis. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I didn't notice that. that. Oh my god. The amount of times oh. that they cannot cut a frame is hilarious in this movie. It's just, not hard. Just just pull it in a little bit and you're good. 
But, yeah. So, yeah, they connect this brain to a T-Rex somehow. Don't really know how they do that. Uh, are you kidding me? Did you watch the same film I did? It's very obvious. Bowl of soup with electric wires. <laughs> That's... Yep. I'm not joking. They yeah. connect like he somehow hot gelatin. knows. He knows That's... exactly where yeah, legs exactly. and arms are. It's hot are. green jello. Yeah. And Everybody he connects knows. the optic nerve and it somehow it works. Yep. And here we go. Just starts We're poking off. wires and it's like, you know what? Let's stick him in there and leave. Yep. And then we'll deal with it when he wakes up in the morning because he definitely won't wake up before that. Also, let's order a pizza. Also, also, let's go have the creepy German scientists and Helga go have creepy sex that they talk about oh, at large until they finally just leave. Yeah. That their relationship is creepy. Everything about them is creepy. And then we're left with mad scientist Stuart Little and uh, knockoff Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right? Yeah. We're left with those two. And that's when he says he wants a pizza. They order a pizza. And meanwhile... Stuart Little staples the head back on with the body. the largest staple gun. I didn't the even size realize of a it was a stapler. Yes, I thought it was a nail. I wrote in my notes nail gun before I realized yeah. they were stapling it. Yep. It's too big. Yeah. It's just a staple gun. And then the as he's like done stapling, he walks over to the T-Rex, who at this point is so clearly awake and is like, you're a dumb idiot. You're not going to do better than my thing. Come on, come at me. What do you got? And he does this for like a solid like two minutes. Yes. It's, it's so long. Too long. It is. And then, surprise, surprise, he gets his head pulled off. Um, the gore in this is... Something lazy? else. Lazy? Now, here's the thing, though. At least his head looked like it was attached to something. Unlike the brain, oh, which yes. they just roll out like a yep. ball in a basket. Yes. <laughs> the head is attached to something. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, they pull it out, and then he gets just, like, murdered. Yep. That's. Yep. But we also have the pizza guy that shows up. And, and I wrote my notes, guy, it's Pizza Pedro. It is Efren Ramirez. Who plays Pedro and Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, I I knew I recognized yes. him somewhere. Yep. Vote for Pizza Pedro. Pizza Pedro. Yes. He's amazing. And this poor guy, he he sees it. I honestly, I like to believe that this is the end of Pedro's story. <laughs> <laughs> that he moves to LA, pursues a career, but has to be a pizza delivery guy on the side, and is murdered by a robotic T Rex. He wasn't murdered, he ran out. Oh, that's right, he ran out. He lives. I like to think this is the last part of his story. We'll see, though. He just runs away. Or maybe yeah. that's the beginning. Maybe that's why he lives in that small town. <laughs> so this is where the T-Rex escapes, right? Yes, uh, but not before uh, it picks up uh, a hand mirror that's just luckily there. Yeah, that he's he can like, reach. Oh, no. Like, but again, like, just keep in mind the arm geometry of a, a T-Rex. It's not... His arms go no further than, like, the first, like... One sixteenth of his neck. Like yes. that's they go no further than that. It's at impossible all. for it to use a hand mirror. Yet right. they do. Yes. And he holds uh, it all the way out in front of his face. Yeah. And he can see himself. Yep. At and which point so he's then, like, I'm horrified, I'm gonna leave. And he walks out and what is what's the first thing that he does? He dials the payphone. No. He flattens knockoff Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but then he, he dials a payphone. But it's, it's like important a... <laughs> that he flattens him because it comes back up later. Yeah, literally flattened. Oh. He flattened. He I forgot literally, that was the same guy. No, he literally 
pancakes Okay, him. so he flattens this guy, and they don't bring this up again until, like, the end of the movie. Yeah. To the point where I forgot that's why that guy was flattened. It's not the end of the movie. It's, like, the next scene they show the doctor. They bring Which it up immediately later. after. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, massacres no, he a whole party of people, and the cops are called, and all this other shit before they go back to the doctor in the flag. No, that's right. true. They do. And horrendously, when they go back to him, just because it's not really that important, and we can go ahead and say it, they try and, like, roll him up like a fruit roll-up. Yeah. This yep. flattened body on the ground. Yes. Yeah. It's and absurd. But going back, so he flattens him, and then he goes to find a payphone. Yeah. The, uh, I'm sorry that we keep doing the... But also, the <laughs> before he gets flattened, Muscle Man says, I'm a black belt. Like, you better stay away from me. To a goddamn T-Rex. Yeah. Yep. Does he die? No, he doesn't. Right? Yeah. What? He the flattened, flattened Oh, okay. I'm, I'm forgetting. I hope what. he dies. No, he's God. still alive. Wouldn't that? Oh, my God. I would have loved if it had been like a, like, <laughs> oh, no, look what happened here. It's just, kill me. It's <laughs> like some Looney Tunes oh shit. God. He literally looks like, like, if you've ever, like, cut out sugar cookies with, like, a little gingerbread cutter, yep. that, that's what he looks like on the ground. Okay. It's great. I got my characters. Yeah. Nice. Also, anyway. even though we're jumping around, I promise you this is no more, like, nonsensical than this film is. Yeah. It's, this film is absurd. But yep. the payphone. Yes. What happens with the payphone, Allie? <laughs> well, you see these unnecessarily long arms styling the payphone again that look a lot like human hands. And... He dials Tanny, right? Yeah. He tries to call her, and he puts the phone up to, like, his jawline. And you can see the stupid fucking hand in the glove holding this fucking payphone. And the thumb trying not to stick out of the glove. And she doesn't answer, right? And so he's just like, damn it, and, like, puts the phone down. Yeah. It it cuts to, like, a voicemail, and you kind of see the inside of her room. And then just out of her answering machine comes the T-Rex roar. Yeah, a T-Rex word because he doesn't talk and we also get no in, inner monologue from him. Yeah. Once he's a dinosaur, Paul Walker no longer exists. This isn't like a Paul Walker's voicing a dinosaur like, oh man, I can't believe I'm trapped in this. Yeah. Paul Walker's gone for the rest of the film. He's literally just in the beginning. And of it. also, they try to do like, they try to show you like point of view from this T-Rex, right? Yeah. And it just, it, it's not point of view at all it just looks no. like found footage for a couple minutes they it's do really that weird. a couple times yeah where it's like it's like it, the film jumps from this normal just stagnant tripod shooting to like they take away the sticks from the camera and just have someone hold it and like zoom around like it's a bad found footage conspiracy yep. film yeah so, is this where he goes to the party yes why why is tanny at this party she, her eyes know. are like red rimmed from crying. She's like sullen and mad at everybody. Her boyfriend's dead. I get it. Why well, go not to the boyfriend. party? And she just broke up with her real boyfriend. Yeah. And she and Byron are both at this party. Where and we her see... real boyfriend is also at this party. No, they broke up. But he's there. Billy yes. now is what I'm saying. Her yes. now ex. Bully Billy. Bully and Billy. then this is where we Bully. see an unnecessary amount of um, garter girl just grinding on people. Yep. For a very long time. Yeah, just grinding on this dude. Like, have you ever seen Power Rangers? The two bullies from the original Power Rangers TV show, like, one of the guys, we're gonna, I'll put up a picture eventually. 
of this dude. He looks just like him. It just oh. I could not help but think of the guy. I I'll think I know who you're talking about because I have him in my notes as the Hell's Angel Wehrmacht. Like, <laughs> he's wearing like a World War One helmet. For some reason. Also like a like, leather vest. This is like a punk party, right? Yeah. Or what it's supposed to be or something like that. I have no idea. I mean, they're all listening to rock and wearing garters over their skirts and whatever. Yeah. Um, so we have a brief confrontation with Bully Billy and um, Tanny. Basically just being like, I never want to see you again in my life, Oh ever. my god, yeah. Yeah. It's, I wrote that quote down. It's the worst... Where did it go? I don't want to see you for the rest of my life. Ever. Yes. That's... <laughs> and so he, being spurned, goes away with sociopath Harley Quinn girl. Yes. And they go to have sex and just... In, in his a, convertible. Yes. With the top down. Yep. And they're both fully clothed. Yes, she keeps saying his name, and he keeps saying, which I think I might steal this as a move, but he keeps going like, I'm good, right? I'm good, right? (laughs) In the middle of having sex with this girl. And she's just screaming. Yes. And it's really awkward. Yeah, well, and he starts saying I'm good, right, because that T-Rex is just... There, yeah, right the T Rex is standing over the car, and she's screaming bloody murder yeah. because they're about to get murdered. They're but both, he can't see because he's on top of her. They are both fully clothed too. Fully yes, clothed. Fully clothed, but, and his zipper is entirely up. Yes. To be fair, I mean, she is wearing a mini skirt. His zipper is entirely up. I he, know. He immediately bolts from the car. They don't show him with the zipper. I would have actually respected the film. If this thing was just flapping in the wind oh. as he runs, oh. I would have respected the, the fact that they were willing to do it. But the truth is, is he had his pants on the whole time and he was not, his his pants were zipped up. That's just the truth of this film. Yeah. And her legs were also like straight in the air in Flopping a way around, that would like not, arms. it wouldn't work. Yeah. It would not, from the angle he, unless, well... Okay. The T-Rex grabs her by the leg. He and it bites her foot pulls off and pulls her out of the out. car. Yes. Which is also how I know they were not having sex because he just doesn't even remark at that part. She they're still together and she just gets pulled straight up. Yeah. And he's Somehow. fine. And yeah. he's on top of her. He's fine. He's yes. fine. So, and then he runs away while she's screaming for help as he does. Yep. Uh and then that's when the dinosaur just kind of starts to massacre a party. Yep. Yeah, like it he kills um, Weasel or Roach or whatever that guy's name is. Weasel. I miss Roach. Yeah. He, I loved him. He goes to take a, a piss. And he gets gutted. He gets gutted. He, Literally. He, he pees on the, on the T-Rex. On the T-Rex. Doesn't notice it. I don't care how drunk you this are. It's like the bear thing all over again. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't notice this giant T-Rex standing in front of him. He thinks it's a tree this time instead it's, of a rock. He starts pissing <laughs> on the foot and then we just have this awkward, like they cut back to him and he's just like... His mouth is open and it's just, he's holding intestines. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's holding like like a loaf of bread and spaghetti. It was the laziest. Yeah, yeah it was like, so not fake good. gore. Yeah. It, it, it was, was horrible. Yeah. So he basically goes around, kills a bunch of people. Dead, yeah. um, like smashes a bunch of like, I guess the gang. Like he's deliberately only attacking the gang who attacked him. He yes. even picks up Byron and like in a really <laughs> stupid like just like brushes dirt off his shoulder yeah. and then continues on with the massacre. Uh yeah. Yeah. T Rex the party. And so he just kills people and leaves? No. <laughs> Not allowed. 
take cut it out of the podcast. Oh, I'm editing this. Cutting you out. <laughs> oh god. My jokes are better than any joke in this film. Oh, okay. Any intentional joke. Because this movie is a comedy ellipsis, I guess. But, like, the funny parts are the unintentionally bad stuff. Whenever they try and make a Mm -hmm. joke, it's either sexist or homophobic. It's always off color. Always. I mean, it's always some bad, like, I mean, just off color humor, like, off color dad jokes. Yeah. That's often what it is. Oh, which brings us exactly to the next scene where the police show up, we meet Byron's dad, Officer Black, and they find some survivors, and it's a, a boy and a girl from the party earlier, and they're both, like, deeply in shock and freaking out, and somebody says to the sheriff, like, well, you're gonna have to slap him, and then he he's like, yeah, okay, all right, thanks, guy, I got it. Yeah. Um, and then, but that guy still keeps coming back later. He's like, hey, if you don't want to slap the girl, I'll slap the girl. Yeah. Like, but what? you missed the homophobic joke before that as well. Oh. Oh, my God. It was, like, the part where I was like, good God, seriously, people. Yes. But, like, the cops walk up, and um, Byron comes up. After the T-Rex has wrecked the party. Yeah. Just obliterated everyone. And Byron right. walks past them to go talk to his dad, the sheriff. And the cops go... Oh, you better not drop anything. You don't want to bend over. Yeah, he yeah. says if you drop anything, don't bend over. To get yeah, it. whatever it is, it's and a stupid. It's fucking a terrible, homophobic, horrible homophobic joke. joke. It's very, very much an off-color just, '90s joke. And they just do this. Yeah, the cops are the worst. Oh, those yeah. two cops—they're named Neville and Norval because Which, that's hilarious. How? how dare they shame the good name of Shaggy Rogers? Norval Shaggy Rogers from Scooby Doo. His first name is Norville? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I really need to catch up on my TV. <laughs> <laughs> Did no one have a childhood? <laughs> yeah. So Byron just starts saying it was a T-Rex. And the sheriff's like, are you kidding me, boy? His dad goes, then just tell me what's going on. He's like, you're not going to believe me. And like, your dad's already on board with it being a T-Rex. So he's going to believe you probably. But then he's like, he lifted me up. He kind of just dusted off my shoulders and walked away. And it's, it, yep. and then that is just too much for his dad. He's like, oh, come on. Right. Test everybody here for drugs. Yeah. I believe there's a T-Rex running around, but he helped you? Ugh. Like, at that point, again, like we talked about last episode, that uh, people in a sci-fi movie or situation, they'll say something's impossible. That was kind of one of those moments to me. Yeah. Like, you'll believe there's a dinosaur... Running around, killing teenagers, but you will not believe that he just happened to help your son. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't... I don't get it. Yep. So what? what's after this? Um, after this is the carpet body. It's basically just the uh, bad guys being like, oh my god, look at all the wreckage. We definitely got to find him. So they set out on his trail. Yeah. So that's where the actual like motivation starts. Right. And yes. Billy's dead. I don't know if we mentioned that. Oh, yeah. Billy, Billy dies. dies by horrible T-Rex. mutilation. Yes, another head ripoff. Yeah. Oh, which was, this was in mine, and I was guessing that this was maybe one of the things that they cut out, but one of the uh, sheriff, one of, not the sheriff, but one of the deputies is poking Billy's, like, severed head oh, with no, a that's stick. Oh, no, that's in it. We yeah, saw it. That's what in the, the regular cut. What the heck did they cut. put into That's what I don't understand is, what is gorier? 
I feel like there's like a couple more seconds sh- shots of like gore, and that's it. <laughs> it's unrated in quotes. That's yeah. kind of like how yeah. Terminator Salvation was unrated, but I watched it, and it's literally just like they added a silhouette of a chick's boobs, and that's it. <laughs> like that's all they added Seriously? to the entire Whoa. film, and they were like unrated. That's <laughs> like that's what you. That's extreme, man. Thanks, no McGee. Thank you so much. Oh my god, I forgot that McGee <laughs> exists. We uh, tried to. Oh my god. Okay, so now we get to the point where um, it is now the T-Rex's idea to visit Tanny at her house. And he like walks right up to the window. No one notices. In suburban California. In suburban California. She screams and the dad is like, wait, hang on. I think I heard something. <laughs> They're like blending something in the yeah, blender. And he turns like, it off and he's like, something's weird. Yes, something's wrong. They run upstairs and her room is trashed and the window's open and at first I was like, wait, what the heck happened? And then I realized, oh, they could not physically shoot the T-Rex removing this girl yes. from the room. No. Like, there's yeah. no way that would have been possible. It wouldn't have made sense. Even if she's laying right next to the window, it doesn't work. Yeah. None of it works. So the parents go up there. Mm-hmm. They see that their daughter's gone. And they're like, what happened? Like, I'd be stressed. About the fact that there's a really? like open window oh. and stuff is wrecked. Also, stuff is wrecked in the room that he wouldn't have been able to get to. I'm wondering if he managed to grab her foot and just kind of slung her around for a while <laughs> and then pulled her out the window. Oh, she's finally. like totally fine. Yep. She he takes her. Where does he take her? To a barn. To a barn. Just a random barn. Here's a fun thing that I read about this film and whether or not it's true. I don't know if I believe a lot of the behind the scenes stuff about this film, but we're going to go with it. Uh, Apparently they chose locations about 25 miles out from the director's house. They wouldn't go any further than that because they wanted to choose something that was easy to shoot. So a lot of locations in this, they look like they were just easy locations to get. And one of these that they use a lot is the barn. Yes. Yep. The barn is consistent. They come back to the barn several times. Yes. And it gets really stupid here. Where oh, he's yeah. like trying to tell her that he's Michael. They play charades. Yes. And Dinosaur charades with his hideous T-Rex arms. With those fucking hands. Sounds like, but like he's also gesturing to the side of his face which doesn't have an ear right yep. so how she made that leap was beyond me i don't know and these arms are moving not like t-rex arms my yes. favorite shot in this entire thing she figures out that it's michael we'll just go ahead and get into that she figures out that it's him through these stupid dinosaur charades but my favorite thing is he's holding the t-rex puppet hand up to her face and like running his oh, yeah, fingers he, through like, the runs hair his hands and then they cut hand. to a wide shot from the close-up and his arms are back to normal. <laughs> it's an immediate cut. And too. she's like three feet away from him. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, oh my man. god. Yeah. So basically, she figures out that it's Michael. She just keeps repeating, "You have Michael's brain," instead of being like, "Oh, you're Michael." Yeah. All of her lines are one off from what a normal person would say. <laughs> yeah. And then they go back. We cut back to the house, and the sheriff is there, and they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? It's probably the dinosaur. And she shows up and is like, oh yeah, I just went to go find, I thought it was a meteor. The meteor did this. A meteor wrecked up my room, and and I went to go look for it in the field. It It was a meteor or something. Yeah, a meteor or something is a direct quote, by the way. She literally says, a meteor. Yep. 
or something. And then Byron shows up and he's like, oh my God, are you okay? Because somehow he knows all the time where she is. And she's like, the T-Rex is Michael. And he's like, what? No, it's not. And it's like really weird. Yeah, but then, like, he denies it, but then equally abruptly believes it. Yeah, and then it. immediately he's like, oh, yeah, it, it, like, picked me up and, like, saved my life. And he's like, it must be Michael. What, like, whatever, that's it. That would make so much sense, girl. Yeah. And so then they're trying to, like, so then their new goal is find a new body. Or actually go find his body. Yes, and they're like, oh, let's go to the funeral. And this... do it at the funeral. Yes. What? And this is all being observed by the um, by no, our bad guys, Nazi scientists, basically. Yes, who are just watching and are like, "Haha, we're gonna follow them. We can find her." And <laughs> the villain says, "She's already been with him. I can tell by the way she's walking." Yep. Implying. I forgot about that joke. Yep. That that they had dinosex. I remember that because yep. I remember saying, "Did they just imply that yep. she just?" Fucked the dinosaur. Yep. yep. I don't know who put a dick on a robotic dinosaur. Uh, uh, the man guy. who wanted to also be with the dinosaur. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. German 1000% did. Yeah. Speaking of the way this dinosaur looks, can I just mention also the scenes of it, like wide shots of it walking when it likes. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly just like somebody with like stilts. Yep. There's a couple wide shots where it looks like they just took like they took like a computer animation and they just kind of swung the legs repeatedly and just moved it across the frame. Yes, yep. I had that same thing where it's like they they shorten the legs as if to be like yeah. stepping yeah. forward yep. and yep. back. It reminds me of like those wind-up toys. Yes. Where their legs are rigid but they just kind of go up and down to move. Yes. It's really it's really bad, but anyway. Uh okay. So then we finally get to the funeral where Tanny is wearing to the funeral of the man she loves. I don't yep. approve the of this word. Dopest outfit. <laughs> it's not for a funeral. No. She's not there for a funeral. She's, She's there, there to, to steal a body. She's being observed by a dinosaur she just slept with. She's wearing something that has come back into fashion now, actually. Uh very tight like velvet dress and it's red yeah and she's not wearing a bra it's it's cut very low in the front and then also very high in the front it's a high low dress because it's like a mini skirt in the front and then it's got like the the long part in the back am i allowed to say like sexy pagan nun costume because there's also crosses everywhere i mean i'm not saying i'm not gonna wear that dress but (laughs) It's I would a love cool that dress. dress. It, but it's not it for a funeral. It is a cool dress. It's, it's, you know what? It's, it's not really for this character either. She is not a goth. If yeah, she no. was hunting, I hate this movie, but next to Keanu Reeves is Constantine. If she was hunting supernatural entities. Yeah. Dope dress. She looks like, Vam- uh, like Dracula's bride or something. Right. Yeah. And she's wearing like a bunch of like super heavy black gothic jewelry too. Not for this movie. Nope. Nope. And uh, so yeah. many other films could have worked. Yep. Even yep. Adam's Family, believable. And this is Not also, here. they have a, a part where the the drunk uncle gets up to say something nice about Michael. And they do try to do something funny where the minister like pushes him off the stand. Yes. And is it's like, really okay, whatever, my turn. And oh, it's yeah. like, 
Okay. And he clearly doesn't want... He's like, I don't get paid extra if you go over. Yeah. And he's like, this I, this funeral is like at 1.5 speed. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, he was taken from us too soon. It's really sad. All right. Bye, everybody. And then everyone, as one, turns around and walks away. Yeah. The area is clear 30 seconds after the priest says amen. This is a mistake that they made for the film in general, though, because there shouldn't have even been anyone there. There should have been the drunk uncle, Byron, and Tammy Tanny, because they're the only ones who cared about Walker. They said that already in the film. Yeah. They say in the hospital room that the drunk uncle is literally, literally the only family he has because all of them are dead. Yeah. They say that in was the film. Everybody else. Yeah. They didn't even use characters like maybe kids in, from the school that we yeah, haven't seen just earlier. Random people. Or like anything. It's just random. Like and there's Funeral like twenty crashes. people there. There's a lot of people there. Yes. But there's like more they people all than leave, I know. Right. <laughs> And so Tanny and Byron are just standing here, and the T-Rex is in the background, like, crying or whatever, somehow. Um, and so they jump in to try and take his body out of the grave. And it's, like, completely, somehow, completely decomposed. Yes. With maggots. The face is in sunken the, in. like, max two days it's, it's been. Yeah, it's been a couple of days. Yeah. And it's completely fucked. He's the got, like, a suit dead. on and stuff, too, though. So, like, obviously he went through, like, the whole process of, like, getting a body ready to be buried. And yep. yet maggots everywhere. Yep. yep. And it's totally decomposed. And so they're screaming or whatever. And that's when the, the scientists come back up to try and take him, take the dinosaur, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they get in this stupid fucking fight. Where they're, like, pushing each other into the grave. Yeah. And it's just and not funny. Falling into the grave. It's yeah. not funny. It's like one of those America's Funniest Home Videos where they play like the terrible carnival music over the top of it yes. and they like speed it up. It's almost yakety sax. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it it's is, so stupid. It is awful. Uh, so. And then isn't this when they like tie them up? Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's jump ahead here. We eventually find ourselves with our titular heroes. Heroes? Heroes question? question? I don't vote for anyone in this film. <laughs> except for Efren Ramirez. Stand up job, Pedro. Thank you. Uh, but, and actually, I liked uh, not Sylvester Stallone, the bodyguard that gets flattened. I liked him too. Yeah. I kind of felt bad for him. Uh, but That's it though. Basically, our titular heroes, they have uh, roped up and taped up the Nazi scientist and his girl and left them in the passenger seat of the truck that they brought themselves. The dinosaur is in the back of the truck, just his head sticking over, and they've gone to a morgue. Uh, and they are looking to find a sexy young body that's dead for Michael to put his brain back in. Yep. First of all, because this is how science works. Yep. Is you just take a totally dead, just um, preserved body. Yep. And also all of them are very young, except for like one dude. Like one dude in the morgue is not. So this town has a crisis on its hands that it, it needs to be addressed. Oh, someone. But they're like, they're literally going through this morgue and she's like picking through these bodies and they find one guy where Byron's like, ooh, this one's cute. And like pulls him out of the fridge and she like looks under the, under the sheet and she's like, oh, nope, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Brief I, peek underneath the sheets. And she's like, nope, not for me. It's not. Like, yeah. are you fucking kidding? I couldn't figure out, like, okay, so obviously reprehensible, but is she saying that it was too big? No, I, I think she's assuming, saying it's too small. Yeah. Because he was like, well, that's good enough for me, is what he was saying. Uh, but I think 
once she's been with the dinosaur, she's got expectations oh, a bit higher. God. So, uh, so again, they like explicit podcast. <laughs> so they like start picking these bodies up to show them, and the dinosaur's like, no, too too tall, too short, whatever. And then they like bring up a black guy, and he's like, no. And then immediately after that, they bring up a woman, which the which Paul Walker in the dinosaur body considers for a while. He would not be a black guy, but he might be a lady. Yep. Despite the fact that Denise Richards keeps saying, I don't want a girl, I want a guy. She says, I don't want a sister, I want a boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> That's oh my what God. she oh. said. That is the exact line. And they don't find anything, right? Because the scientists get out of the truck. And the cops show up right then. Yep. So then they just take off. So, yeah, okay. And this is where the movie just sort of like yeah, plummets to a we'll close. See, it's not just that they take off. It's Tamney Tanny and the T-Rex take off. Yes, riding into she's the sunset. Riding on his back. Right back to the barn. They go right back to the barn. Yep. And it's awkward. She's riding on his back, multiple angles of it, type of shot. Like we're skipping like a car chase that's not important here. Yeah. But that's essentially a lot what of this happens. is not important at the end. But really. it, it's it becomes very much like this action drama weirdness. And basically what happens is if you want the quick overview, they Run away in the truck. Nazi scientists and Helga back there. Uh, and then they they crash the truck. The dinosaur gets out. Tammy Tanny rides away. And they go sleep in the barn while Byron distracts his dad and Norval and Neville. Right? Yes. So that he can later come back. He will bike back down a path while being tailed by a car... Ten feet behind Thank him. you. And yeah. he's like, nobody followed me. Nobody followed me. I, I was sure. No, I, I rode my bike here, okay? I thought he was supposed to know he was being followed. Nope. Nope. That's what it looks like so because like, he runs over a hill and before he's even out of shot, the cop car comes in. Yep. Yeah. You would be able to hear it. It's Easily. a car. And so he brings the cops to this barn and they're like, oh my god, we got caught. Yes. And now, yeah. this is my favorite <laughs> This is my favorite part because this is our film climax, right? Supposed to be. He brings them to the barn. No, I promise I didn't. All this stuff. Cop cars swarm the scene. This is not a very big town. Doesn't look like it. I don't actually know completely where they are. Doesn't really ever feel like they say anything. But I don't feel like they have the budget for like 200 cops. But they get like 200 cops. And everybody's got a gun. Every Pointed single at these kids in a barn. person has a gun. Like I was waiting just for like the comedy moment where like there's an old lady with a walker that has a gun that she just pulls <laughs> out. Like every single person, and they're all just aiming it at Byron. Yep. At Tammy Tanny and at the dinosaur, which I think is in poor taste. I don't really think everybody should be aiming guns at the sheriff's kid. Yeah. I don't. I thought that was a little bad, uh, and it was very it seemed very much like like the dialogue to me was like. If they don't move, they're going to get shot. Yeah. Yep. Like, they're just going to end up murdering us. So, like, all right, we got to go talk to them to stop that from happening. Yeah. So Byron and Tanny go out using a her bra as a white flag. Ha ha. We don't have any white material. How are we going to let them know that we're surrendering? But she has not been wearing a bra this whole uh, fucking time. No. no, she hasn't. So who knows where this bra came from? And again, they have to do the white flag thing, which is an like an indication that... They feel like if they walk out there, they're going to get shot. Yes. We need to surrender to show them that we 
aren't going to hurt the 50 cops with guns. Right. Yeah. And the worst part is his dad says, put down your guns, hold your fire. They've, they're waving a white flag. Yes. And I'm like, were you going to shoot him if he wasn't? Was that your plan? You followed your tights wearing son on a bike and you're like, oh, he's definitely dangerous. Yep. Oh, and also a great little line. God, this movie makes me upset. (laughs) Um, Like when they're trying to figure out what they are going to use for the white flag. And it's like, we need something. uh, Byron says to Tanny, we need something white. Not you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, great joke, sir. Yeah. Like that's just what we get constantly. Yeah. So should we just should we just fast forward this a little? No. Yeah. You know what? It's We're, like no, don't hurt him. He's my boyfriend. And then all the cops open fire. Well, the first the scientist shows up though. He does have an ending. Oh right. The scientist shows up. He says I can control it, and they're like, you haven't been able to control it this whole time. And he's like, no, I can control it. And, and he's like, like, I have a tranquilizer gun, and they're like, right. well, if he's not alive, then how are you? Right, they're like, it's an animatronic, right? And he's like, uh, it's new technology. It's yes, living crystals. <laughs> and the cop is just like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, you get five minutes. So they walk in, they try to do that whole thing. Evil Nazi scientist butchered. Uh, Helga runs away, blood covered. Yep. And then she's there later. She just runs behind the sheriff. Yes. She didn't go any further. She's also there (coughs) sad. As a criminal. Yes. She's just standing there. Yeah. And then, yes. Then all the cops open fire, and then the T-Rex dies, and then in, like, a really bizarre scene that is supposed to be, like, a joke in this heartfelt moment... Everyone, including the two idiot cops, are crying. Yeah. Yeah, that was... He... So what? the dinosaur's crying because he's dying. Denise Richards is crying. And sobbing over his body. Uh, Byron's crying. All the cops start crying, even though they just murdered the dinosaur that's electronic and not real. <laughs> and what I have a question of, and this is something we have yet to bring up, and it's important at the end of this film, I feel like, is the brain was never in the dinosaur. That's shown explicitly in the film. The brain was never in the dinosaur. Are you sure? I thought it was in the dinosaur. No. Yeah, it's I in a too. bowl connected to the computers back at the warehouse. Oh, I thought that was like we're hooking it up and they like we never, just didn't see them put it they in. They never put it in and they never say it's in there. They never show us anything other than the brain only reacts to things when it's in a bowl. Because we'll see at the end of this film, uh, it is still in a bowl. So so maybe they just go get the brain? That's what I think. I what think the, fuck? the dinosaur dies, technically, like the robotic part dies, yeah. and then they just go get the brain. Yeah. Because cut to however much time later... God knows. No idea. I don't know if she's five years older. I don't know if she's five days older or if it's the next day after he gets but shot. But this is, this is the point where I mentioned earlier that he had done computer, like sentient computers before and like right. brains up to computers because that's exactly what they fucking do. Yep. yep. They hook his brain up to a camcorder, which I felt bad for him. Like while she's at school, is he just sort of like in a black void? She like takes a lens cap off and like flips some switches. <laughs> I know, you can't leave that and, off for and him. And then like yeah, you just like point it at the TV or something. Give him something to do. No wonder he goes crazy, because like she's like, 
hi, baby, I'm home, and, like, pours a, a thing of scotch over his exposed brain. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, Dude, definitely great. Yeah. That would fucking kill somebody. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, to be fair, though, his body's already dead. Yeah. So I don't think he's got to worry about it. His brain can die. But now jello shots, because that's what he's sitting in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, all right, let's just rip off this band-aid. She's like, hi, honey, I missed you. Do you want the usual? And he's like, desperately. She goes, gets changed into a, like, completely white lingerie set. That doesn't with fit. Boa. It does not fit her at all, either. The cups are, like, well off of her boobs. It's... it's- it's uncomfortable Very to look strange. at. Yes. And then the last, like, five minutes of the movie is Denise Richards doing a striptease. And yep. then the brain shoots sparks. He goes, uh, like, oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Talk like a robot. going. Baby. Oh, yeah. And then he, like, explodes in sparks. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she, like, kisses, like, like first person shot kisses basically us. Yeah, like the, the camera, and, and then it's like, oh, we got to get a body too soon. I, I'm this. Is I can't too much handle this. And then just like directed by Stuart Refill. Yeah, thanks, Stuart. And then Tanny, played by Denise, Denise Richards, and that's it. That is our film. I. The weirdest thing is that in the credits it says her name is Tanny, which we've been saying this whole time. But the movie is called Tammy. So we were and talking. So we were talking about this before we started recording. I think, in my personal opinion, I don't know. I looked it up. I couldn't find any reason why. Uh, but it sounds. What it seems like to me is throughout the film, when I was listening, I thought they were calling her Tinny or Tanny. Oh. I didn't hear Tammy mm-hmm. throughout the entire film. So I was like, right, is everyone just saying the name wrong? Because oftentimes in bad films, they say characters' names incorrectly. That happens consistently. It's something you see all the time. It happens in Troll 2. You hear things like that. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't sure. And then at the credits, it shows Tanny. So what I think is they might have showed, they might have done a test audience. Obviously, since they did an uncut version, they probably had a test audience to see how the gore reacted mm-hmm. to, for people. And I think in that uncut version, and when they showed that, people probably heard Tanny. Or like Tammy. I mean, they probably heard it with an M. So they probably just changed the title to make it more recognizable. Right. That's what I think, and that's what would make the most sense to me, but I really don't know. It's still weird. It's still odd. Yeah. Not a real name. Or it's a mistranslation for whoever did the credits. That's yeah, also a true. possibility. So. I did get a really weird, like, Italian vibe to some of the, like, acting and the, like, there was a lot of ADR Like, we skipped over those one bit where I was almost certain that they, like, cut out a really offensive joke where somebody calls somebody the N-word or something. But, like, a character, you little, you little shit. Yeah. Like, that exact, like, it loops. There's a couple really bad just filmmaking things in general. There's uh, repeated lines in the hospital. Billy goes, like, you'll pay for this or something like that. And then, okay, he says... He says on screen, you can see him say, you'll pay for this. And then immediately cuts to him walking away, but it says right again the exact same way. Replayed the clip. Yeah. You'll pay for this. And it's really weird. Like, it's an they immediate cut. And they it cut sounds it. exactly the same. That's right after she says my favorite line possibly in the entire film. I don't want to see you ever again for the rest of my life. Ever. Which, ever. Which is, I don't want to see on. you for the rest of my life ever. Yeah. Yep. Which is... 
I don't know. But there's a lot of filmmaking mistakes. Uh, when they're having sex in the car before he rips off Harley Quinn's leg, uh, there you can see the entire dolly in the side of the car. The entire dolly. Yeah, it pans fast. I've never seen such a beautiful reflection of a dolly before in my life. Like, never that clear cut. It's just there. It's just... And there's a lot of filmmaking mistakes in this. But truly, there is no more sense in this film than what we told you guys. I mean, there's literally... Nothing else. Yeah. It's, there's not a lot, there's a lot of empty, weird dead space, I feel like. Yeah, and we skipped over some stuff, but. And a lot of murder for no it. reason. There's a lot of murder that I feel like is just over the top. They ripped off a lot of heads. When, yes. When I went into this film, much like you, I thought it was going to be like a drama, maybe like slight comedy, action-y movie, but like like an adventure. Yes. Right? Not a gore Try revenge. it a thriller. Yes. It's a gory attempted revenge thriller. And it is gory, bad gore, but it is gory. I mean, like we said, a guy gets flattened and then rolled up kind of like a fruit roll up until they just decide to drag away his body. Well, most of the gore is like ripping off heads. It's ripping <laughs> off heads, ripping open intestines with black shirts underneath that you can barely clearly see. It's the Helga running away with blood all over her, him being attacked by a lion. When you mention the things that happen in this film, it does not sound like this like terribly bad comedy romance yeah it's no. weird yeah. yeah that's how uh, moving on to this segment how i would have fixed this is pull out the jokes pull out the like oh, really yes. uncomfortable sexuality yes. from characters who are supposed to be in high school yeah and make it more of a like it, this would have been <coughs> more fun if it hadn't been so like jokey and self-aware yeah like if this had just been a well he gets put into the body of a robot t-rex and like they're trying to get him back to his body yeah that would be so much more fun there are genuinely great things in here but they're kind of overshadowed by how just excruciating some moments are it literally starts with denise richards dancing sexy and ends with her dancing sexy yep it really does as a teenager i really want someone if you're listening and you can do this please and you have the time I want someone to take that end scene where she goes, do you want the usual? And then she says, I'll be right back. I want them to take out her in the like sexy dancing outfit. And I want them to intercut that with like one of those like inflatable dinosaur outfits just dancing. <laughs> I want that to be oh, the yeah. ending with of the same audio. <laughs> the same audio. Yeah, you want it? Yeah. But it, I mean, in terms of fixing it, truly, take out the bad comedy. Take out the off-color jokes because they are not remotely They're so working. not yes. funny. And do something that, again, is like... It, feel, it, it felt like it almost wanted to be a Disney Channel, like, fun venture film. Yes. But it that wasn't. It was very Disney Channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, exactly. The, the, the title is extremely misleading. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Um... I mean, what else do we want to say? I just, what I really wanted is for Byron to have depth, to be a character that actually mattered, to actually seem like her friend rather than just the butt of every gay joke in the movie. In, it's just. Well, in it's not slight good. fairness, the, the relationship between him and his dad was the only one I was even moderately interested in. Like, the dad, like, clearly loves his son, but was also being like. Look, I can't like I can't deal with you and these yokels. He calls them yokels, yeah. but like clearly homophobic idiots is what he's meaning. 
Like, there's strife there, and I want them to have a good relationship. Just relationships in general needed to be strengthened in this, because I couldn't even tell who she was dating. Yeah, exactly. I was dead certain that they had already broken up. But... No, there's that too many lines in the, the logic film. of this movie. Yeah, there's too many lines in the film that talk about how they're not broken up and how she's still very much into Billy. I I got that vibe very much. Like even after like the fight and stuff like that, like she's still kind of and I even wrote in my notes at one point like Billy may be an asshole, but I'm kind of on his side about the irritation at least. She's just well, yeah. openly cheating on him. I mean, she's literally just cheating on him and doesn't care if he knows. Right. So. Yep. So, I just I also think she's an asshole. He's also a complete prick. But doesn't mean you can cheat. It doesn't mean you can cheat. Just leave him. Just leave. And he also he doesn't abuse her in this film. That's another thing that I was expecting to see. But he doesn't really. I think there's like one point where he like grabs her, but that's it. There's not a lot of like. I was expecting more physical. Like they're gonna make him look terrible. Yeah. But at least in the version he we watched, there wasn't anything like that. And they went out of their way to not tell us what he did. Like, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised, like, I would kind of enjoy this movie from Billy's perspective where, like, he, like, does something noble but nonetheless gets sent to jail for it and in jail, like, becomes hardened and horrible because he just has awful experiences. He's the secret good guy of the movie. Here's the road we're going down now. What if she (laughs) just was cheating on him while he was in jail but then, like, once he got out, he finds out, and that's why he's so overprotective about it. Yeah. I mean, he seems like a guy, like, he's got this entourage, but, like, no real friends or anything like that. He's got, like, this chick that's just begging for him to bang her, and then he does, and she gets murdered. She gets her leg torn off is one of the lines in the film. Uh, Maybe he was just rebounding because his little heart was broken. That, yeah. no, I think that's definitely what he's doing in that scene. He very obviously, he immediately, like, runs to, like, rebound because... She's like, well, you've got me. And he's like, I guess, basically. Yeah, and like, all right, yeah, okay. let's go dampen these Whatever feelings. Whatever I got. But then even the line, like, he's basically asking, like, am I doing it wrong? Like, when they're in the car. Like, is the... oh. I'm good, right? I'm good, right? I'm totally worth it. Why doesn't she love me? <laughs> I want that scene in the film for, the, for Michael as the dinosaur to cry and then walk away because he realizes... That Billy is also a troubled soul. Yeah. Just like him. Yep. A revenge story where he's like, oh, wow, I don't need to take revenge on him. He's already in the worst place he can be. I just, I never. Inside that horrible woman. I never got the vibe from Tammy that she's a good person. No. She's like crying and is like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's all my fault that you got into a fight with him. I'm really lonely. Do you want to come over here? I'm like, this girl is so dysfunctional. Yeah. Like, I'm really sad now. Come fuck me? (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) Is that what she was intending? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, because he, like he thinks he's going to, because he like picks up oh and my God, kisses he gets a condom. So excited! He's so like, what? Really? Come over now? Yes, me? All right, I'm leaving. And like, oh, he is the most excited. Like, dude, dude play it cooler. Around. Be like, yeah, all right. oh, okay, I'll come over. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll come over there and we'll see what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> I just there's there's so many things about this. It truly, though I will say, I think, like, I think if you want to watch our last film that we did, Savage Planet, I think you should. Because I love it. I love Savage Planet. Yes. Yeah. I think it's amazing. 
Tammy and the T-Rex is kind of a skipper for me. Like, you can skip it if you want. Like, it's... You can just listen to us talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of the thing <laughs> That's here. That's all you need to know. We is, took the bullet. Here's the thing. Like, Savage Planet, there was so much to cover, and we covered a lot of it. There's still more that we didn't cover. Things you need to see to believe. Things that don't make sense unless you've seen the actual film. But in Tammy and the T-Rex, there's not really anything like that. I think, like... I mean, that's really it. It's really just like the arms. Like if you understand that there are arms not attached to this dinosaur, then you get what this film is about. And it's it's just not... I loved it at first, and I thought I was going to like more of it. And then it just gets really Once bad. Once the gore comes in, it derailed for me. Yeah. And the bad humor for exactly. me. Exactly. Like, uh, here's my recommendation. Uh, watch it. But turn it off when the surgery scene starts to happen because all the good stuff happens before then. Oh, yeah. Everything afterwards is just stupid and atrocious. And I even felt bad reading some of these horrendous lines. But I would also like to make the point that I looked at some of them in my notes and said, yeah, no, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. That's fair. No, there's there's jokes in this film. Like we said off-color jokes, and that's just an easy way to blanket that. There are jokes in this film that I will not repeat because some yes. of them are like they're not they're not good jokes. Yeah. They're terribly, and we gave you a couple. They're terrible. I mean, there's like some weird racism. There's some weird like sexism. There's again homophobic jokes. Yeah. There's a couple like even really bad trans jokes in there. I mean, there's a lot of it's weird everything. Jokes. Everything is bad. And it yeah. just that that's one of the reasons though why I would almost say don't watch it just because of that. It yeah. turned me off to the film a little bit. This could be re-edited to be a lot more fun. Like, it could. Topher Grace, get on this. <laughs> I I wholeheartedly agree you could edit this to make it more fun. Maybe even put in some real Stevie Nicks. Like, <laughs> some real music. To do something. That's, or, like I said, throw in that dancing inflatable dinosaur at the end. Instead of the scene where he's outside in the wild animal park at night, just throw in the Walking Dead scene with Negan. No one will notice. It's the same thing. But overall, it was at least interesting enough to talk about, for sure. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's that. That's, yeah. That is that, though. Yeah, that's our second and episode. L- yeah, like the movie, we'll just end with a sudden... <laughs> and that's it. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Canarin. That's... <laughs> you thought this whole time it was an M. It's actually an N. We've got Annie and Ronert. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst name. <laughs> Ronert. Ronert. That's a good one. And this has been Attack of the 50 Foot Podcast. That's. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Um, Tune in next time. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and all of your favorite podcast listening apps. Um, Like, subscribe, rate, follow, all those good things. And let us know again if you've seen the films we're talking about, if you've got a recommendation for a film you think we should watch, wholeheartedly up for that. Because we're, we're always looking around for different, random shit, basically, to, to watch and enjoy. And that is what we're looking for. Bad movies, they may be bad, but you can absolutely still enjoy them. And there were things in this film, even, that I did definitely enjoy. Yeah. They so, just ended up being canceled out by the horrible parts of it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, tune in for next week. Listen to our first episode, also. Um, yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.